This is Living Lean, the show that teaches you how to apply the science of nutrition and training to sustainably create your leanest, strongest body and build the most confident version of yourself. I'm your host, Jeremiah Bear. Let's get into the show. All right, what is up, team? With the holidays fast approaching, today we are diving into how to avoid holiday fat gain, or you could call this your holiday survival guide. So 2021 is actually only about seven weeks away, which is insane, which basically this means it's seven weeks until everyone starts scrambling to quote unquote, get summer ready. Now, ironically, this is also the time that people give into that quote unquote, inevitable holiday weight gain, but not you. Because what you're going to do over the next seven weeks is going to set you up to successfully build your best physique ever in 2021. But the thing is, starting right now is crucial because completely transforming your body takes a long time. So really, the sooner you can start, the better. All right, so let's go ahead and just dive into the nutrition strategies that our online clients are going to be using to keep progress rolling through the holidays. So first and foremost, you need to realize that the holidays are only a few days in the next seven weeks. So basically over the next seven weeks, we're celebrating three days, Thanksgiving, Christmas, which is the best holiday, closely followed by Thanksgiving. Then I would argue probably the 4th of July. And then finally in the seven days or the seven week stretch, we have New Year's Eve. So that's three out of 49 days. The reality is it's impossible to gain that much fat in three days. Literally, if you ate to the point of completely stuffed all three days, you could maybe gain one to two pounds of fat. But honestly, even that would be pushing it. Remember that to gain one pound of fat, you need to absorb approximately 3,500 calories above your maintenance intake. For almost everyone, this means more than doubling your normal calorie intake for the day which is not easy to do. Like I know for me personally, when I'm in a building phase, which I'm about to hop back into, as a 200 and currently uh, 13 pound man, my calories to build are 33 to 3,400. And for me, that's a stretch. It's not easy to eat that much. I would have to more than double that to gain a pound of fat in a day, which is just very, very unlikely. Plus, your body has many mechanisms to prevent weight loss and weight gain. So when you eat more, the thermic effect of food is increased. So basically, you also burn off more calories you're digesting. Not all of the calories you intake are necessarily absorbed by the body. This really varies by the type of food you eat. So unprocessed foods are typically harder to digest, meaning we usually absorb less of the calories we eat here. But really, the more processed food a food is, the easier it is for your body to digest and absorb. And also, many people tend to move more as a response to overfeeding. On top of that, we have to realize that it's not just a vacuum of 24 hours. We can look at like, okay, I overate by 1,000 calories today, but tomorrow, what if I under eat by 200 calories? And what if I do that for the next five days? Okay, then this week has essentially been a wash. You're not going to gain 10, 5, or even 3 pounds of fat on the actual holidays. So the point of this is, if you have a smart diet structure and accountability, the other 46 days here of these 7 weeks, holiday weight gain, holiday fat gain 
won't be an issue for you. So again, even if you're completely off the rails those three days, as long as we're looking at this as the holidays are three days, the holidays aren't a seven week stretch where I'm off the rails, but like three days, I'm going to enjoy myself a bit more. You aren't going to do any quote unquote damage. All right. Next strategy is to design your environment. So really managing the other 44 days here, start with, or excuse me, 46 days, start with removing temptation. So to quote John Berardi, if a food is in your house or possession, either you, someone you love, or someone you marginally tolerate will eventually eat it. So if you put yourself in situations that force you to rely purely on willpower, nine times out of 10, you'll cave in eventually. Now, this doesn't make you weak or a bad person, just a person that needs to focus more on environment design. Really, one thing that we do with our clients that makes them so successful, it's not the fact that they have crazy strong willpower. We just teach them how to put themselves in situations that don't require a lot of willpower in the first place. So like James Clear says, make it easy by keeping holiday treats, candies, etc. out of your house for the most part. This way, they won't be a daily temptation. Now, of course, if you want to occasionally enjoy a holiday treat, that's fine. Go to the store, buy some, eat it in a reasonable portion, and honestly, throw away the rest. Because this requires you to make a conscious decision to go acquire the food and removes it from the realm of mindless eating. Similarly, don't keep leftovers in your house after Christmas and Thanksgiving Day. There's this weird thing where people feel compelled to finish leftovers to avoid being wasteful, but only if they're really good leftovers. You don't mind throwing out like the veggie tray, right? <laughs> so, and the reality is I, I know that saying things like this rubs some people the wrong way, but truly like if you, like I, I fucking love candy corn, especially the little candy corn pumpkins. I'm not sure what you call those, but they're fire. And occasionally I will go grab a bag of those and just, I'm gonna work like half of this into my macros, then I'm gonna throw the rest of the way. Because otherwise, if it's there, I'm just going to keep snacking on it. I'm going to keep snacking on it. So if you feel compelled to like, I need to have all these bowls of candy out around my house throughout this entire holiday season, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's just the cold heart truth of it. I think there's also this thing where people think like, okay, once I have this super healthy relationship with food, which is a very broadly undefined thing, um, but in another topic, once I have crazy good willpower and I'm super fit, I can just have all this food in my house and it'll just always be super easy to resist. It won't ever be a problem. And that's how I know that I'm like, uh, I have a healthy relationship with food, but that's not the reality at all. Like the people, you know, that seem to stay effortlessly lean are just don't put themselves in situations where they're constantly tempted. Like I know if there were Oreos in my apartment right now, I would be eating those. That's just the reality of it. So design your environment is such an important piece of all this. Number three, we're going to dive into some strategies to actually use on the holidays. So the day of each holiday, you first need to weigh what's most important to you. Now we talk through this with each of our online clients. Basically, you need to know what you specifically need to do throughout the day to feel fulfilled and guilt-free the next day. So for some clients, this means not stressing any strategies and just eating as they please and enjoying family time. Other clients want to find a way to make these days work with their fat loss. So the biggest thing to realize is there's no right or wrong answer here. 
So it's best to think about what you want most out of each day beforehand. So for my online clients that do want to approach the day strategically, again, they do. It's not like, hey, honestly, for me, in 24 hours from now, I feel like I would feel really guilty if I was like in my phone tracking food. I don't want to stress that. Or even if I was like fasting, like, nah, I want to enjoy breakfast. That's really what's most important to me. In 24 hours from now, like 24 hours after the holiday is over, I'll still feel good with that decision. Okay, cool. No need to track then. That's like the outcome that you want. That's what aligns with who you want to become. Perfect. But if you do want some strategy, that here's the plan. So first and foremost, for almost everyone, I'll say probably no tracking. Because really using the strategies we're about to dive into, you can crush a day without having to worry about tracking too much. Now, I always leave the option of tracking macros up to my client's preference in this situation. So if you want to be sure you're on a point for the day, go ahead and track. Again, like if the thing that'll make you happiest is knowing I hit my macros dead on, don't let anyone make you feel shitty for that just because it's a holiday. Again, it's all about what you want to take out of this. But if you don't want to sweat tracking, you'll be perfectly fine. So from here, go for a 30-minute walk first thing in the morning. Days like this, your movement does typically take a big hit. So offset some of this by getting in some morning movement. If you can hit a training session, even better. But really don't sweat it if you don't want to spend extra time away from your loved ones. Next, if you are in a fat loss phase or have relatively limited calories, intermittent fasting until about noon or 90 minutes before the main meal is a good idea. See, nobody really takes much quote-unquote emotional value from breakfast on the holidays. We're all scrambling to prep the later meals, or honestly, typically in my case, for my family's gift exchange, I'm scrambling to like figure out something to order whoever I had. <laughs> I'm scrambling to find something to order on Amazon so I can at least tell them that it's on the way. So skipping, I'm not paying any attention to breakfast. So skipping this meal allows you to save up calories to spend on the later meals, which are higher in quote unquote emotional value. These are the ones you really enjoy, the ones you want to really be present for, the ones you like think back on the rest of the year and like, damn, that was such a good Christmas because like this meal where we're really connected and also like that sweet potato casserole was fire. Um, but anyways, from here, we're going to focus on protein and veggies at noon or about 90 minutes before the main meal. So the main goal of this meal is satiety. You're going to be pretty hungry by this point and honestly very tempted by all the tasty food around you. So this meal will fill you up and tide you over until the main meal. Now, as we talked about many times on this show, protein is the most filling food with high fiber carbs coming in second. So you're taking off both of these boxes here. For the protein, I'd focus on something leaner to save up calories. So for example, it could be like a chicken breast, lean ground turkey, non-fat cottage cheese or non-fat Greek yogurt tuna, or even a few scoops of protein powder and a protein shake. For veggies, it's honestly really hard to go wrong with any. Just eat a big-ass bowl. So really, again, this could be like a big-ass salad with protein on top of it. This could be a couple scoops of protein as a shake with water, and maybe you're going to eat two apples on the side. Pretty simple. You don't have to think. I have to overthink it. Protein, I would say 30 to 50 grams. 30 to 60 grams, and then fibrous carbs. Again, here, probably 25 to 60 grams is a good rule of thumb. Now, since you'll have quite a bit of fiber and protein in your belly, it'll be much easier to eat a reasonable amount of food at the main holiday meal. 
without feeling tempted to overdo it, simply because you're so full. So if the main meal isn't until later in the evening, simply repeat this protein plus veggies meal one or two more times. You want to avoid going into this main meal absolutely famished because again, willpower will be lower and that's when we're more likely to smash a lot more food than we later would have liked to. Now, at the main meal, eat a lot of protein. So the beautiful thing about holiday meals is they're typically abundant with protein. Turkey, which in my opinion is the most overrated holiday meat, ham, fire, roast beef, also pretty fire. It's great. So load your plate up with at least three to four palm-sized servings of protein and be sure to add at least one to two fist-sized servings of veggies as well. And from there, fill the rest of your plate up with whatever. Again, you can enjoy this shit. Um, We don't need to feel like, hey, I'm just gonna eat protein and veggies. Eat all of your protein and veggies first. Or for the most part, I would just focus on like, okay, I have roast beef, I have veggies on my plate, and then I have like, uh, what is that so good potato casserole? Damn, this podcast is making me hungry. Anyways, let's say it's like a sweet potato casserole. Or uh, Damn, that's, that's going to drive me crazy. Anyways, some type of potato casserole is on your plate. Um, you have your, your grandma's jello salad. You put a little bit of that on your plate so she doesn't feel bad. Um, from there, again, we'll mostly focus on the protein and veggies first. This is going to, because by this point, like let's say you eat half or three fourths of those servings first, it'll be relatively full. So then you can move on to like, okay, now I'm going to smash some of this potato casserole, but you'll be full enough that it'll encourage moderation without you really having to feel like, damn, I had to restrict myself so hard here. And then finally go for another 15 to 30 minute walk after the main meal. Again, we're making up for the fact that you'll likely be sitting most of the day. And by this point, you will have busted out a good amount of steps as well. All right, strategy number four is push and pull calories. So what you do, well, when it comes to fat loss, what you do with your calories on a daily basis makes less difference than what you do with your calories on a weekly and monthly basis. So the reality here is a single day of overeating is easily correctable. As long as your weekly deficit is the same and you're hitting your protein goal daily, you'll get very, very similar results. I like to call this pushing or pulling calories with clients. You're saving up calories ahead of time or eating less in following days to keep your weekly calories on point. And really, this approach is super helpful for online clients because it gives them a lot more flexibility within their diets. Understanding this concept allows you to finally be free from the fucking mindset many people easily fall into when like, okay, damn it, I really messed up on Thanksgiving. I know I went over like a thousand calories. Okay, whatever. My diet is fucked. Now, again, first and foremost, we know like we can't do that much damage in a single day, but also, yo, just eat like 100 calories less for the next 10 days or like let's bust out a big chunk tomorrow maybe i just skip breakfast and you have a protein shake maybe i do that for the next two days and okay i've already made up by a thousand calories um so yeah if you really feel like you overdid it on a holiday just simply reduce calories by a couple hundred on the subsequent days and maybe work to get an extra two thousand to three thousand steps in don't starve yourself don't feel like you need to go too far with this again it will never feel like you or it will feel like you overdid it typically a lot more than you actually overdid it in reality, calorie wise. But that feeling of like, oh, fuck, I way overdid it is what causes people to fall off for weeks and months. And that's where people actually regress, not in a single day. And finally, make training a priority. 
So, and here we're not talking about on a specific day, but through this seven week stretch as a whole, because the holidays are when people usually let their training fall to the wayside. But as a listener of this podcast, you very likely have physique goals that involve adding some muscle, potentially losing a bit of fat. So letting your training fall to the wayside, making it something that's not important to you is going to push you further and further from the physique that you want come shit, not even summer 2021, but the physique you want to live in. So make your training at least three to four days per week a non-negotiable. Falling out of the habit of training now makes it much harder to start again with the new year. And really, this is where I would push you to hire a coach. If either one, you just need more accountability because you tend to be less consistent or push yourself less hard with your training during the holiday season and you know it always sets your physique back, or two, you tend to fall off altogether, then you're not going to achieve the physique outcomes you want. So if this sounds like you, hit the link in the show notes, apply for coaching with us. We'll help you build out a training program 100% customized to you and also your lifestyle, what you can realistically sustain during this time. Because the reality is too, for many of our clients, hey, maybe we are dialing it back from five days a week training to four or four days a week training to three, but we're still pushing you. You're still making progress. And most importantly, this is actually something that you want to do because we've individualized this to you and your personality type. We know for you how to get by it how to make this actually fun and enjoyable for you as an individual. And again, that's the biggest thing we focus on here because if we can actually create a training program you enjoy, which we're very good at, that goes from something that you used to feel like you had to do to now something that you want to do. And that's how we turned it into a lifelong habit. But again, that's another conversation, more of a coaching conversation. But in a nutshell, those are the five strategies to help you survive the holidays. The main thing that I want you to take from this is the next seven weeks don't have to at all be a time that you regress. The next seven weeks can very well be a time where you jumpstart your 2021 transformation. All right, guys, that is all I have for you today. As always, thank you for tuning in.